Welcome to Happy Mommy Cooks. Our mission is to help you learn about vegan cooking, healthy living, and more. Whether you're just getting started or have been on this journey for a while, you will find something for yourself here. We have so much fun learning about vegan cooking and healthy living. Now your host, Hashi Richards. Hello everyone and welcome to episode number seven. Hope everyone is having um, or had a good week. Today is Saturday and um, have, have had a great day today. I just um, sort of slept in today and woke up and um, did some uh, work things and then was able to um, get some stuff done around the house. My husband and son went to a father-son nerf battle and um, so I got some things done while they were both gone. So it was nice. Felt very productive today. Don't you feel good when you guys have a day like that? So um, anyway, hope everyone's doing well. So I wanted to focus today's episode on another very popular question I get, which is, Hashi, where do you get your protein from? You're not getting enough protein. What are you eating? You know, what are your protein sources? And... Um, you know, so I thought I would spend some time answering that question today. So, you know, it's easy, relatively easy for a vegan to meet the recommendations for protein, you know, as long as they're getting enough calories. So a good rule of thumb is to consume about 0.35 grams of protein per pound that we weigh. So you can measure that out and multiply your weight times 0.35 to figure out what your protein intake should be. So, so for vegans, some common popular sources of protein are um, tempeh, and I love to eat tempeh, um, and they sell tempeh, quote-unquote, bacon in the store, so I love to make um, that in the morning sometimes for breakfast, and also um, make it on a sandwich, like a quote-unquote BLT, so that would be the bacon, um, and then the lettuce and the tomato, and I put avocado on it as well and you can also if you wanted to add in a substitute like chicken patty or something like that but tempeh comes in at 34 grams of protein in one cup um, the next most popular protein source i mean sorry the next most um the highest protein content is soybeans that are cooked and i try not to eat uh, well i love soy but i try not to eat too much soy just because of my um, endometriosis, which I explained in a prior episode, which is a highly inflammatory um, disease. And so soy contributes to that, so I don't uh, try to eat too much of that. The, the next popular is seitan, or seitan, and that has 21 grams of protein per three ounces. And again, I buy that uh, in the store. They sell, in, sell them in little packages. Sometimes they sell them uh, with flavoring as well. And it's so good to throw that in a stir fry or um, vegetables and have a really quick meal with um, either quinoa or if you eat rice, you can have rice with that as well. Or just plain is absolutely delicious. And by the way, for anyone that doesn't know how that's spelled, it's S-E-I-T-A-N, and like Nancy. And then this next group, all have about 15, um, 15, and then the highest has 18 grams of protein per cup, and that's the lentils. But the beans, the black beans, the kidney beans, the chickpeas, the pinto beans, and the lima beans, all of those have 15 grams of uh, protein per cup. And the black beans, again, have 15, uh, sorry, the lentils have 18 grams of protein. 
And those, you guys, those are my staples in this house. So I'm always, any day you come over, there's always some sort of bean cooking. Um, the lentils I usually cook in a pressure cooker and the beans I throw in, in everything. I use it in my slow cooker, on the, on the stove. Um, any way I can incorporate any one of those beans I do. And it's just, you know, guys, it's delicious. And my family loves it and we feel full after eating it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with eating those. So I, I, I highly encourage all of you to incorporate beans into your, uh, into your diet as well. <clears throat> Other common sources are TVP, which is uh, short for textured vegetable protein. And uh, I haven't made that in a while, so this, this, my little list here is reminding me to go purchase some of that. I used to make it with, um, uh, soak it and then drain it and then add um, some tomato sauce to it and make like a sloppy joe, which is delicious because um, I used to <laughs> like eating those when I ate meat. Um, so you guys can try that. And you can buy that in bulk um, at uh, the Whole Foods or stores like that. Um, again, so other popular sources as we go down and protein content quinoa has eight grams of protein per cup. Love, love quinoa. Um, I make it in my rice cooker. It also cooks quinoa as well. And I found a recipe for uh, quinoa bread. And um, I'm going to see if I can find the link to it and post it on my website. But basically it's taking one cup of quinoa and then soaking it um, and then uh, blending it or draining it then blending it with one cup of water and it um, blends into like a pancake like batter consistency pancake batter consistency and then you take that and you pour it into a pan like with parchment paper on the bottom and bake it in the oven for like 15 minutes at 425 degrees and when it's done um, it's like a delicious flatbread and, oh, I forgot to tell you guys, you have to add whatever seasoning. Um, well, you can add it after, I guess. But I add it to the batter before it bakes. So I throw in, like, Italian seasoning, salt, pepper, um, and things like that just to season it up so it has some taste when it comes out of the oven. All right, so some other great sources of protein are whole wheat bread. If you're watching your carbs, you may not want to um, consume too much of the bread. I think I mentioned the brand that I like to eat, the vegan bread, is um, Dave's Killer Bread. Uh, soy milk, soy yogurt. Again, I stay away from the soy personally, um, but I love almond milk and al almond yogurt. And I also love um, Bolt House Farms plant-based milk, um, as well as Ripple Milk. And so does my son. He, he kills it. He kills it every night. He loves that milk. And all right, the seeds, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, hemp seeds. Uh, I throw those in my smoothie, eat the sunflower seeds plain. Um, whatever, whatever way you can get seeds in, uh, try to add them to your diet as well. Um, bulgur, bulgur has six grams of protein per cup. And sunflower seeds, as I just mentioned, has six grams of protein per cup. Uh, next, cashews are wonderful too. Um, cashews have five grams of protein per a fourth of a cup. Oh, and I made an error. Sunflower seeds are six grams of protein per quarter cup. And finally, the greens, you guys, spinach and broccoli. Um, spinach has five, cup, five grams of protein per cup and broccoli has four grams of protein per cup. 
and I love to cook with I love to cook broccoli I steam it uh, in my rice cooker it has a steamer insert so I put that in there and the spinach I, um, I eat raw with a, with a smoothie or sometimes have it in a salad so you know for anyone that's concerned about um, vegan protein intake here's a slew of uh, sources for you to get your protein so don't ever feel like you, uh, you're trying to start a vegan diet that you would be deficient in protein. You just incorporate uh, these, some of these sources into your diet and you'll be more than uh, meeting those needs. So what I'll do is I'll post a link. Um, I'm working on you guys learning how to post all these things on my site, but I'll post a list of common protein sources, the ones I mentioned. Um, so you guys can look them up and try to incorporate them into your diet. All right, so if you have any questions on that, shoot me um, a DM on Instagram at Happy Mommy Cooks, or you can always email me at happymommycooks at gmail.com, um, or hit me up on Facebook at Happy Mommy Cooks. And uh, I'll be more than happy to answer your questions. And, and let me know, like, did I miss any protein sources that you guys like to eat? I'd love to, you know, get input from you guys, too. So, um, so hopefully that was beneficial for you. And for my uh, weekly segment here, we are on, the, so uh, A to Z, what's good for me. And last week we did letter C, which was carrots. And today we're going to do letter D. And da da da. You guys ready? The healthy vegetable um, or fruit is a date. D A T E, a date. Okay, so dates are the fruit of a date palm tree, which, you know, are grown in tropical regions of the world. And honestly, I don't remember eating too many dates growing up. I know my mom used to have them around because my grandfather uh, loved to eat them, and he still does. My grandfather is going to be 95 this year, and um, every so he lives in India, where I was born, by the way. Um, and so every time my mom goes to India, I help her order these huge bags of dates on Amazon. <laughs> So that's how I know about dates. And then, you know, one day she's like, you should eat dates. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I looked them up and man, the nutritional benefits of them are amazing, especially for, for someone with, um, with my condition with endometriosis. So, um, most of the dates sold like in our country, the Western hemisphere, Western countries are dried. And, um, so let's go over some, by the way, they taste, um, they're chewy and they're, they're sweet and they have very important nutrients in them. So let's just go over some of the health benefits of them. One, uh, obviously they're very nutritious. Um, they have a higher calorie content than most fresh fruit and, um, a 3.5 ounce serving of dates has 277 calories, 75 grams of carbs, seven grams of fiber and two grams of protein. They also have, uh, they're a great source of potassium and magnesium, uh, vitamin B6 and iron as well. They're also high in antioxidants. So I think that obviously helps to the, um, contribute to the health benefits. They're, yeah, as I mentioned, they're high in fiber. They have seven grams of fiber in a 3.5 ounce serving. And obviously fiber is good for you because it benefits your digestive health by preventing constipation. 
and they also have a low glycemic index. So, um, which by the way, the glycemic index measures how quickly your blood sugar rises after eating a certain food. So it's better to have a low glycemic index than a higher one. Dates are also high in disease-fighting antioxidants. So antioxidants protect your cells from free radicals, and free radicals are unstable molecules that cause harmful reactions in your body and lead to disease. So dates help protect against those because they are high in antioxidants. Another awesome benefit is that dates promote brain health. They help improve brain function. And here we go, you guys. Lab studies have found dates to be helpful for lowering inflammatory markers. And uh, like, for example, they give an example here of IL-6, and high levels of IL-6 are associated with a higher risk of neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's. And so for me, who already has an inflammatory condition, dates are great to um, sort of combat that. Next, they may promote natural labor. Um, so I've already had my child, my son, who just turned seven. So for me, this isn't really relevant. But um, eating dates throughout the last few weeks of pregnancy uh, may promote cervical dilation and lower the need for induced labor. So that's wonderful news for any of you that are um, pregnant or planning on getting pregnant. Dates are also an excellent natural sweetener. So... Um, they're great there. They're a great source of fructose, which is a natural type of sugar found in fruit. So it's a great substitute for white sugar. Um, so if you're using white sugar in any recipes, you can substitute dates in for, um, for that. Uh, and by the way, the way that I consume dates, um, I don't eat them just like as a snack, um, but I just throw them in a smoothie and uh, it adds the sugar to it, you know, and it's just, it's wonderful. So you guys can put them in smoothies. Um, another way to add them to your diet is to bake them. So that, that may be something uh, that I'll have to try soon. A lot of people pair them with other foods like almonds or nut butter. And um, again, they're sticky. So you can um, use it as a binder when you're baking things like cookies and energy bars or energy, energy balls, for example. So guys, try to put dates in your diet um, and see if you enjoy eating them. If you don't like the taste of them necessarily or the texture of it, you can just, like I said, throw them in, a, in your smoothie and uh, you get the benefit of it that way. All right, guys. So that's the end of today's episode, um, episode seven. We'll be back next week with episode eight. And if you have any questions or any comments, hit me up on any of the social media channels. Uh, otherwise, I will see you all next week. Bye-bye. Thank you all for listening to Happy Mommy Cooks. If you would like to reach Hashi, please reach out to her on Facebook and Instagram at Happy Mommy Cooks or via email at happymommycooks at gmail.com. 